Corn. On the cob, every kernel is close to another. But what if one of those kernels is bad? Hi, I'm Stephen Holmes. And I'm Matthew Miner. And this is Corntown, an investigative journalism podcast brought to you by the SM Experience. Last episode, we spoke with Kyle Van Truck's girlfriend, Kyla Van Tractor, and heard her basis for Kyle's alibi. Though her recollection of that day is incoherent, she maintains that Kyle is innocent. Furthermore, she claims to know who committed the murder of Jaron Deeb, a suspect that the police seem to all but ignore, Kyle's best friend, Duncan the Spliff Jones. He matches the description of the perpetrator in the police report to a T. Could he have harbored a grievance against Jaron Deeb that would push him to murder? Today, we sit down with Duncan to ask him the questions that Sheriff Wickenham never did. This episode of Corntown is brought to you in part by The Bean Barn and the, that guy who was selling a goat. Hi, I'm Binky Crumps, owner and manager of your local bean barn. Don't get me wrong, I love corn, but every now and then I need something with a little oomph behind it. Corn's little sister, the bean. We got all the beans you could ever want. We've got kidney, lima, pinto, a bunch of other ones. Beans in cans, beans you just scoop into a bag of cargo pants, pockets, just as many as you need. No, we don't have lemons. Stop asking. And while you're shopping and filling all your beans needs, why don't you let Grandma and Grandpa roam around our old-timer recreation area, has beans. They can relax in a bean bag, or play some shuffleboard or pickleball. They can even enjoy a cup of hot bean drink. That's what we call coffee. The bean bar where all beans have been before, located at the corner of Highway 80 and Main Street. Hey, I'm that guy. I think I was in the first episode. They talked to me a little bit about uh, Jaron D. being murdered. Uh, they might ask me something else, too. I don't really remember. I don't have a telephone or fax machine. Uh, listen to this, Bobcats or whatever it is. Anyway, if you remember that far back, I know I sure can't. Well, when they was talking to me, I asked them if they wanted to buy a lawnmower I was selling, and they said they didn't need it, and also that it was a goat. Hey, tomato clamato. It'll still get the dang job done, won't she? Of course she will. Anyway, I didn't stop bothering them about it, so they said I could talk into this uh, thingy here. They said somebody will probably hear about it, and then they'll want to buy it. Hey! Hey, you! Hey, you want to buy a lawnmower? Well, stop staring then! Anyway, uh, if you want to buy a lawnmower that is technically a goat, then come find me. 
You probably know who I am. I'm the guy with the lawnmower tied up to a post on his front lawn. Thank you kindly. Who is Duncan Jones? You're maybe thinking, hey, that's David Bowie's son, the guy that directed Moon in Source Code. And while you're technically right, we're actually talking about a different Duncan Jones. Duncan Jones from Corntown, Ontario, whose father also happens to be named David Bowie, but goes by Davy Jones, like the singer of the monkeys. It's very confusing, and our conversation got off track immediately. We met Duncan at Bean Barn, where he works, cleaning the rat traps from their old folk recreation area, Has Beans. His mop of dirty brown hair routinely swept across his eyes. His shirt said no fear, and we believed it. He bore a striking resemblance to Kyle. You could easily mistake them as twin brothers. The only difference? His face. You might say, it was stupid. So wait, but he goes by Davy Jones? Like, from the monkeys? Yeah, he sings too, but he only does covers of Bowie songs as Davy Jones. Huh, we have got to meet this guy. He can. He spends his days hiding in the stack of tires out front of Lotto's Autos. He'll try to sell you a pigeon. It's code for Aaron. Pigeons. Uh, I think we'll pass. Let's get back on track here. So, you're friends with Kyle Van Truck? Used to be. We had a falling out. Girl problems. You both like the same girl? Sorta. I was seeing Kyle's girlfriend behind his back. Kyla Van Tractor? Well, that must have been very confusing for her. I mean, you do look a lot like Kyle. I hear that a lot. She was actually confusing me for Kyle. Like, she thought I was Kyle. I just played along. She was an easy lay. we doink all night. I blew it, though, after I got this sweet neck tattoo that says Duncan. Kyle wasn't happy about it. Man, I had such a good thing going on there. I was so mad at Kyle. I would do anything to get him out of the picture and get back with Kyla. Anything? Like, say, frame him for a murder? <laughs> whoa, whoa, I, I didn't say that. No, Matt, Matt did. Yeah, I, I said it. I literally just said it. Yeah, like, as a hypothetical? Look, did I hate Kyle? Absolutely. Would I hypothetically frame him for a murder to get him out of my way? Big time. Did I... What do you want, Gary? There's a mongrel rat in the trap by the trampolines! I'll get in in a second. It's still alive! It was chewing through its leg. It's a real 127 hours cinch. I'll get it in a second, Gary. You shouldn't bring your friends back here. Binky won't like that. They're not my friends! You want a stupid podcast. Oh, okay. That's allowed. So that rat... God damn it! I'll be right back. So, you're doing a podcast. I'm on my break in 15. I can talk about the time I got lost in a McDonald's play place and had to eat my big toe to survive. Oh, uh... Well, we've uh, got another interview already scheduled. Actually, there is something we could ask you right now. What do you think of Duncan? Duncan? Boy, can he clear a rat trap. Burns up the bodies real good, too. No muss, no fuss. Houses them in gas and then whoosh. How about that? Uh, if you had to, uh, how would you describe Duncan's face? His face? Oh, I guess I would say it's stupid. Yep, a real stupid face. You're sure of this? Oh, yeah. Probably the stupidest face around these parts. Like, uh... I got it. 
Dang, thing nearly gnawed its way free. I stumped him real good, though. I'll have to light up the bonfire. Yeah, I was telling them. Get out of here, Gary. Get! Get! Sorry about that. So you burn up bodies. Hold on. It's not like that. The rat, it's, uh, it's different. I have to. Yeah. Everyone knows you have to burn the bodies of a rat for it to be truly dead. They're like vampires. You guys knew that, right? You're not dummies, are you? No, we're not. I knew that. Uh, I totally knew that. I wrote an essay about that in my freshman year. Uh, yeah, and I plagiarized it. Are we almost done here? Uh, just a few more questions. We heard that you used to work at the corn mart, but you had a disagreement with Mr. Deeb. Is that right? Look, me and Mr. Deeb didn't always see eye to eye. I'm a full foot taller than And that's what you disagreed about? He took issue with some of the things I would say. Such as... I would oftentimes parade around the store, loudly announcing to anyone within earshot that one day I was going to brutally kill Deep. That sounds serious. <laughs> we were just goofing around. It was an inside joke between us. Like, he would say I was a worthless piece of garbage, that I was using up precious oxygen, and I would joke back telling him that one day I would burn him alive and leave his charred corpse in his precious cornfield. Uh, I guess. Oh. Oh, you guys don't get it. No, no we get it. <laughs> oh, oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we totally, yeah, it just, it took a second. English is our second language. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> <laughs> really great. <laughs> it is so funny. <laughs> so funny. Hey, where were you on July 23rd? I don't know, probably filling up the SO. Duncan had to cut the interview short after we asked about his whereabouts the day of the murder. But it was clear to us. There was no way Duncan could possibly be responsible. We asked Paula her thoughts. Are you fucking kidding me? You guys don't think Duncan Jones did it? You mean the source code guy? Jesus fucking Christ, he was sleeping with Kyle's girlfriend, Kyla. He hated Jerandeeb. He regularly told people he was going to kill Deeb in the exact way that he was murdered. He registered the domain name www.gunnakilljarendeeb.com. But that's all circumcisional. Circums- never mind. I have got to stop answering your phone calls. With Duncan clearly innocent, the list of suspects returns to one. A thick fog still surrounds the case. Kyle Van Truck's alibi may be hazy, but when the smoke clears, will we find that he has... A motive? Next time on Corntown. Dr. Pumpsfreud, are you a real doctor like Dr. Phil, or a fake one like Dr. Oz? The Cornmount meltdown was the closest that Corntown has come to being wiped off the map, and I mean literally. He was scalded by five kiloliters of molten base oil. He died a hero. This has been an SM Experience production. Executive produced by Stephen T. Holmes, Matthew Minor, and I'm a Plastic. Episode mixed by Richard Mixon. Theme music, Heaven and Hell by Jeremy Blake. If you have any information about the murder of Jaron Deeb, email us at thesmexp at gmail.com.